You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday with Wayne McCurry, who is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment. And Wayne, I was talking to our associate and colleague of sorts, I suppose, uh, David Shapiro yesterday, and another commentator, Nick Kunzer, you've spoken to him. And there was an air of incredulity about the move on the JSE yesterday throughout the day, the volume, the amount, the some of the share price movements, and it's sort of continued today. What on earth do you make of it all? Look, I think there's, there's three factors involved. First of all, the ones running today are the banking shares and yesterday. Yeah. But especially today, the banking shares are running like crazy. Banking shares up until two days ago and property shares were the only shares on the market that truly were taking the short-term effects of the virus on the economy into account. Right. They were the only bombed out shares left on the market just about. Okay. So that's the first factor. Okay. The banks running, the banks running is the stronger end and they were just dirt cheap. But the third factor that worries me, and I'm, I'm not worried about the overall valuation of the market. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that the market is expensive at this level. Yes. So in other words, if you wanted to buy now and hold for three years, You'll probably be happy in three years' time, but the sheer strength of the recovery so quickly. I mean, I've never seen a market where it falls. What was the actual number? 35%? The, the fall? It was, something like that. It, well, it depends what index you look at, of course. I don't know whether you're well, talking about South Africa or, or the SP. Yes, I think it more than 35%. I think probably more than 35%. So let's just call it 40. Hmm. Well, it's 40 down and, and, and almost call it 40 up again. Because the year-on-year, the 12-month change in our market taking into account today is virtually zero. The market is now where it was 12 months ago, give or take 2%. So in other words, if you just had to look at the year-on-year performance charts without knowing anything else, if you you had just landed here from a spaceship from Mars – yeah. And you said, show me your year-on-year performance return for the all-share index. You will say, oh, yes. well, this year was a little poor. It's only at zero. You know, the last year was a little poor. We used to seven, eight, nine. It's more normal. But, you know, zero is okay. So clearly nothing's happened. You know, no major catastrophe has happened. So that's what worries me. I'm not worried about the overall level of the market. Just the recovery has been astonishing. And I still think we could get some more shorter term. And it's just a pure timing issue, weakness. But every single day I say that, guess what the market does? Goes shooting up. It goes up. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've been speaking about it for a couple of weeks now. And for once yes. in your life, you've been not bearish, but cautious about the rally and the efficacy of the rally and the foundation and the reason for the rally is sort of starting to get a little bit tired at the moment. I mean, for example, Sassel was up about 15% again today, having been up yes. 15, 20%, whatever it was yesterday. And uh, remember, so, Sassel, mm. Sassel 60 days ago was 26 rand, eh? It was 22, actually, at one point, Wayne. 22, whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in that region. And that's five and times of course, that. At this, at this price, at this oil price, mm. Sasson doesn't need a rights issue. Eh? They'll survive. 
Good. Well, well done. I mean, so it's gone from 500 to 20, let's call it. Let's round these things off. And now it's 125, which is probably yeah. closer to the truth. Maybe it should be 175 Maybe to it should 200. be 180. Mm, but, yeah, but, exactly. but, that's, but that's almost pedantics. It's not going bankrupt. It's not going to zero. No, it's not. Um, right. And the other one that's really caught the eye has been uh, Soko Sun, which has been up. It's only up 20% today. I can't believe I'm saying that. This morning, it was up a I six. It was 60% up this morning. It was 60% up yesterday. That ah, no, that flipped me. I didn't actually see that. That's the one that everyone's talking about. And I want to ask you this now. You're not a derivatives trader. You're not a short-term trader. You're a long-term investor. Okay. But what people are saying to me is that there's a whole legion of new people. A whole, there's whole squads of people that are suddenly into, into, into trading because they can't back horses and they can't watch football matches, that sort of thing. That's no, one look, of the reasons it's being mooted. And so many online accounts yeah, have been opened. Maybe yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, I know, I, a little bit. I know this is one of David's big themes at the moment is that, the, uh, as he so politely says, a whole bunch of stupid youngsters playing the market because they can't play video games anymore. It may be a factor, but believe me, in the bigger scheme of the market, Yes. That is small cheese. Eh? Mm. In the bigger scheme of the market, that doesn't even round up to a quarter percent. No, you're right. But unfortunately, during thin times, I mean, for example, it can be at the. That they, no, it can be at the margin, yes. I mean, for example, if there's um, if there's a company in the United Kingdom that has wants to have a look at markets that can be pushed around a little bit, they'll put out a note and say, "Well, have a look at these shares. They've fallen by X amount." Yeah. And there's some chap in the UK with a with hundred thousand pounds that can make a meaningful um, yeah. that can make a meaningful impact on a rand denominated stock. Yeah, but look, also make no mistake. A lot of these day traders were piling into gold like there was no tomorrow up until a week or so ago, or maybe two weeks ago. They haven't done well since then. Eh? Gold shares have come under a fair amount of pressure. I mean, they're down 8 9% today. Yes. You know, they're well off their peaks. Eh? Mm. In fact, I'll take my hat off to our friend David Shapiro. He said, look at these graphs, Lindsay. It was about two weeks ago, and he said, these things are coming down. And he's been absolutely yeah. right. Gold has stalled. But anyway, what, what are you seeing then? Are you still maintaining this air of caution, Wayne? Because it's, it's not in your yes, nature to be, a, uh, not a, bearish, but cautious for too long. I'm not bearish now. No. No, but, but it's just astonishing. We have had the biggest economic catastrophe in 50 years, or let's just call it of the biggest, because I, I think that the, the speed of the slowdown is, of course, unprecedented. But the total effect of the slowdown, because it'll be recovering very quickly, will probably be similar to other recessions. But as far as the stock market's concerned, it's over and done in three months, down and up. Yeah. That is massively unusual. That is truly unusual. So I still think, and 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 I mean, there just seems to be nothing stopping the market. And I know people would say, no, but it's, it's, it's being kept up by low interest rates and free money. Of course, it's being kept up by low interest rates and free money. But that's no different to every other stock market recovery. It's also been, because that's what happens when you hit an economic crisis, the cost of money falls. So it's no different to 2008, 2002, et cetera, et cetera. The stock market recovery is initially always pushed up by cheap money because that's exactly what that cheap money is there to do. It's, that's what it's designed to do. But the, I've never seen a recovery 
as steep as what the fall was. Falls are always steep. Yes, and quick. But I've never seen such a and yes, and I've, but I've never seen such a steep and quick recovery in the stock market. Never. I, I not. No. N- n- I've never seen this. So to it's, me, it's still unusual and some cause for a little bit of concern. It, it's easy to go down. It's easy to go downhill. It's very very easy, easy to go down. Yeah. Which which easy. is why broadcasters like myself uh, love a bear market because there's so much news that oh, that surrounds and everyone's a doomsayer and naysayer. Uh, but to go straight up again, climbing that wall with such rapidity, I've never seen anything like it either. We saw a sort no. of a snapshot of it. I think two. December's ago, when the S and P fell ten percent, and then uh, by it's January it, it was up, it was up ten percent again, and no one and everyone yeah, said, "Well, what was that all about?" Or, no, but this yeah, is that's huge. not twenty-five or thirty percent fall. No, you know, that was the Fed changed their mind on interest rates. That's right. You no, know, that was it. Mm. No, uh, but anyway, we will see. The overall level of the market doesn't worry me. The overall valuation level doesn't worry me, because our economy, ours, and the world's economy will eventually return to some form of normality. Yes. And I can promise you we've got a wall to climb here in South Africa. And let's just talk about the economy. Let's not talk about unemployment and government finances, just the economy. Right. I can guarantee you it's climbing that wall quickly, eh? because even though we level three lockdown here, things are almost back to normal activity levels. I mean, there's traffic jams here and there's cars in the street and you drive down the street. Virtually every business, other than the restaurants and all of those things, virtually every business has got its doors open and people are working to try and make up some lost money. So the extent of the recovery is going to be very sharp initially. I mean, it's going to take us two years to get back to where we were last year. But this initial recovery is going to be astonishingly quick. Do you think then, when you, know, you, you, you talk about the, you know, apart from restaurants and bars and uh, casinos and nightclubs and, and things like that, are you yeah. saying that business has gone back to normal when it comes to things like uh, manufacturing and uh, mining and people that, and construction and people it's that have to actually go there, to a, a building site and, and lay a brick? It's getting there quickly, mm. quickly. I, I was interested when our politicians said 8 million people are returning to work this last Monday. That was the big story. 8 million people are going back to work. Now, we've got, let's just say we employ 8 million. Just, just, let's just say we employ 10 million. The actual number is 8.5 formal sector and 2 informal sector, mm-hmm. roughly speaking. Okay. okay. I can promise you if the 8 million you came back to work on Monday, I can promise you 6 million were working before Monday. Because no matter what the rules were and no matter what the restrictions were, I can assure you under level four, the majority of businesses were open legally or not. They were open. So maybe two million people returned to work on Monday or three million returned to work on Monday, not eight. A lot of those eight were already working for the previous. What were we on level four at for a month? I can't even remember two weeks or a month. I think more than that, actually. But anyway, I actually can't remember. No, it's all but a bit of a blur. But, but also the the the, lots the, of, the lots of companies. Well, you had no option. Mm. You either had to open your doors or go bankrupt or starve. You had to work. So I, 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 I can guarantee you, whether it was legal or not under the laws that were applicable at the time, is irrelevant. A significant number of businesses opened up under level four.
Yes, but, so, and of course, the South African legal system intervened yesterday in Pretoria by saying that half of the stuff, yes, most of the stuff it, it, that was that was imposed upon South Africans, and well, actually, the word that I really liked, Wayne, and I thought it was a real slap in the face for the minister, was irrational, irrational, yes. and that's what everybody Look, said. Are you mad, minister? Yeah, are you mad? Mm. But listen, I I'm not a big supporter of any politicians. I, I'm still astonished that. We as humanity mm. probably started about 500,000 years ago, roughly speaking, and about 30, 20, 30,000 years ago, we started gathering in groups and staying in the same place. Yes. That over this time period, we haven't invented a better system of governing ourselves other than using elected politicians. I'm astonished that. So it shows you we must truly be uncivilized if this is the best we can do, is elect politicians to govern us. And that's just not South Africa. That is absolutely worldwide. No, but no you don't have to. For no, the moment. no, you don't have to look to South Africa. You can't just say, well, look at look, look what's happening in Africa. Uh, their democracy is uh, un- underdeveloped. And all over the place. Just look at the most developed okay, country just, in the world and, and see what world, happened. Yeah. This was a chap who let's said... Just, I want to have a picture of myself in front of a church. So he wants to walk across Lafayette Park yeah, in, in, in Washington, D.C., and there's a few people there peacefully protesting. So he uses concussion grenades and tear gas yeah. to, so he can walk and stand in he front of a church the for four minutes and uh, yeah. uh, show put, himself with a Bible. Politicians, let's, put politici- let's put my view of politicians aside for the moment. And not. let's put that the fact that and uh, Minister Glamini Zuma, mm. let's put her aside for the moment. I will say something in defense of our politicians in respect of this crisis. Okay. Uh, you were in uncharted water, yeah? No one has had this happen before. So I, I, I'll, I'll just make that statement in their defense in respect of the illogical court conclusions. It wasn't an easy job. And I know for sure... I wouldn't have liked to be in charge when this thing happened because you literally had no guidelines to go on you. So I'll just say that, and I've given you my view of politicians, but I'll just say that in their defense. This was not an easy task. I'll just say that in their defense. On the other hand, Wayne, the fact is you've got a brains trust there, presumably. You've got a lot of politicians. I hear you. You You sit down. That's why my view of democracy is slightly askew because my view is that you should get the best brains in, in your country, never mind whether they're elected or not. You should have the person that knows most about uh, forestry and fishing, the person that knows the most about economics. You get the, a, a group of economists, and, you know, I don't know who it might yeah. be. Maybe, no, yeah, yeah. maybe it would be people like you and David Shapiro uh, sitting down and saying, well, we've been in the business for 40 years. We are going to be part of this no, brain's trust. Only, and go on, don't vote people in. There's only one problem with putting Shapiro in oh, a position like that. I was just being nice to him. Yeah, no, no, you've got to be nice. He's actually a very nice chap. There's only one problem with putting Shapiro in in a position like that, (laughs) is that you know you're going to get no joy out of him between 1 and 2 o'clock every day because he goes to Mr. George or Paul's for lunch. Okay, so what you're saying is that you shouldn't have a luncher as part of your Brains Trust Committee. You should uh, have somebody that just works like you all day. What about you? to go out to lunch. Mm. I don't don't ever have lunch, in fact, because I don't know, maybe it's bad eating habits. If I have lunch, I want to have a sleep. Yes, okay. I, I, I very seldom have lunch. 
But on the other hand, you could say that. David might say to me tomorrow when I speak to him, he's going to say, well, look, Wayne McCurry's always got his head stuck in a Jaguar, fiddling no, no, around. No, 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 I hear you. No, I, I, I hear you exactly on, on that one. And the other problem with Shapiro, <laughs> you take him anywhere. You take him to a restaurant or any sort of social gatherings. Remember those things, social gatherings and restaurants? No, I don't remember them. You take him anywhere. Everyone knows him, and he knows everyone. No. He spends half his time talking to everyone. Every you go anywhere with Shapiro, everyone knows Shapiro, and he knows everyone. Uh, yeah, he's such a showboater. Anyway, <laughs> he's a, a unique character, Shapiro. Okay, Wayne. Let's not talk about David Shapiro too much, otherwise no. he'll, he'll think we've got a crush on him or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what do we do with the market now? Let's let's wrap this up if we can. Let's sit back and wait. What you can buy, if you, you can buy one thing without being brave, you can buy bonds. You're going to get a nice fat real return over time from bonds. You could have bought them two or three months ago at a significantly cheaper price, but you can still buy bonds and then you don't have to be brave. Okay. If you're brave, you can buy listed property. Yeah, if you're brave. Well, if you look at Redefine at the moment, uh, on my screen, it's up 26% today. Hammerson yesterday was up 35 well, maybe 40%. You should have bought yes, maybe you should have bought two days ago. I think yeah. there's going to be a little bit of a pullback, and then we, up we go again. But anyway, Wayne, thank you very much for your time this evening. That's Wayne McCurry, Portfolio Manager at FNB Wealth and Investment. And that was Wayne on Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.